You and Bob, you're somewhere. She felt a cold chill sweep through her as she sat down near the center of the room. The service went on with Judy paying little attention. She focused her gaze on the little bit she could see of Josh's face. Over and over in her mind, like a little chant, ran the thought that Josh was somewhere, not here, somewhere, just not here. Her eyes remained focused, but her thoughts became less coherent less verbal. Odd sensations flowed through her, feelings of distance, of coldness, of danger, of need. There was something else, too, something subliminal, but powerful, compelling. Above all, the minister continued in his eulogy, Joshua believed and trusted. Those that gave him care were his family. Through the pains of his illness, through the misery, he was never bitter for he always felt secure in the simple knowledge that those looking after him did care, as they would care for their own. Judy's thoughts drifted back to the dreams, the dreams that shouldn't matter but did somehow. The forest, the dappled path, the warmth, the smell of newly turned earth. She had walked down the path. Wasn't that just the way Bob had described it? following a compulsion too powerful to resist. The path had led into an ancient wood, deep with mystery and promise, alive and breathing. She had walked toward the sound of running water. By the stream, the stillness of the deep woods was even more profound. The only sounds were the running water and Judy's own breath. Standing still and taking in the heavy silence, Judy had waited. For what she did not know, but the importance of the moment was unmistakable. Nothing in day-to-day living carried this much weight or power. Only in the twisted logic of dreams did the arrival of the old man make any sense. He stood there by the stream, appearing as old as the trees, but with a sparkle of youth in his eyes. He smiled at Judy, his smile both warm and dangerous. Judy opened her mouth to speak, but no words would come. Good morning, Lady Healer, the old man said, his voice resonant with age and passion. I bring you greeting from the ages. Be assured, Lady, Master Gilson is yet alive and safe. His purpose, which you share, shall become clear in the fullest of time. She remembered that the old man looked much like the one in the ER, but the voice, it seemed the voice of the ancient forest speaking. You shall receive a sign when your time does come, and you will know by my presence what it is to be. She tried again to speak, but could not. The old man smiled at her, turned, then walked into the depths of the forest, the stillness returning. Judy found herself reacting to his words with grief and rage. No, Josh, she thought. No, this is not the end, not your end. There's more. Somehow, I know there's more. And it's got something to do with Bob and that old man. I just know it. Tears started streaming down her cheeks. She reached into her purse to pull out a handkerchief. And as she pulled it out, a small coin clinked down on the floor. As she stooped to pick it up, she saw that Janie had noticed and smiled at her through her own veil of tears. The preacher continued, 
But this time, the words rang like chords of truth through Judy's consciousness. To everything there is a season, and a time to every purpose under the heaven. A time to be born, and a time to die. A time to plant, and a time to pluck up that which is planted. A time to kill, and a time to heal. A time to break down, and a time to build up. A time to weep, and a time to laugh. A time to mourn, and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace, and a time to lose. A time to keep, and a time to cast away. A time to rend, and a time to sow. A time to keep silence, and a time to speak. A time to love, and a time to hate. A time of war and a time of peace.